The Money Show with Bruce Whitfield is brought to you by APSA CIB, driving action-led insights that create impact when action with collaboration through the Insights Series. APSA is a registered FSP. The Money Show. The Markets. Merrill uh, is Merrill Pick will be joining us in just a moment. Uh, Goldfields, it operates its only mine in South Africa. It's South Deep. Uh, it's appointed a new chief executive. The old the previous guy was there for a year, I think. Yeah, only about a year. Uh, Michael Fraser, who's a South African, is currently the CEO of an AIM-listed gold company called Sharat Gold. Uh, previously worked at South 32. His job to find new gold deposits. So the company, which still has its headquarters in South Africa, is looking for new mines in places like Chile and Canada, where there are still decent gold reserves worth exploiting. Let's get hold of Merrill Pick this evening, Portfolio Manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group. From an investment perspective, anything worrying you about the uh, the next couple of weeks, Merrill, in the Middle East? Good evening, Bruce, um, and good evening to your listeners. I think as previous callers have highlighted, the immediate impact um, we're seeing is on the oil price. Um, I think already the oil market has been tight and volatile and responding to production cuts out of OPEC plus. Um, so clearly the market and traders are looking ahead. Um, historically, any conflict in the Middle East has, has had negative impact on supply. Um, and I think any moves to sustain a higher for longer oil price will feed through into um, inflation and it, almost every other commodity. So that is the one thing um, to watch. I think it also just adds to the number of areas of conflict globally and the level of geopolitical tension um, globally, whether the, the West will have you know, appetite to throw their weight behind or get involved in this conflict in any way, given already um, debate about how much more money to, to, to allocate from defense spending towards Ukraine. Uh, that will remain to be seen. This this might remain quite isolated and regional. It, it, certainly the market is betting on that for now. And it is, as our guests have said this evening, and you, you're intimating this evening, it's all about who reacts and how they react and what the consequences of those reactions might be. The most serious of which is a, a throttling of global oil supply, for example, which becomes inflationary. And then central banks feel the need to respond with higher interest rates in an environment where growth is very hard to come by anyway. And then finally tip us all into a recessionary environment. And that causes its own kind of, of shake-up. In the short term, great for commodities, generally, mm-hmm. um, in terms of the shares. And it, mm-hmm. it's weird to be celebrating gains in share prices in a day of horror and bloodshed. But that's yeah. the way markets work. They respond to what is happening in the world around them. Unfortunately so. So, you know, we've seen the oil price um, and the precious metals rally today. Um, so, in particularly, uh, something like Sassol is up 6%, something like Harmony Gold, which is highly leveraged gold price, is up uh, nearly 8%. And then the PGMs showing their, you know, their characteristics, they have a bit of investment um, demand as well, um, and, and they're not as strong as gold today, but still up. I think what will be interesting, you know, I think what caught us off guard with um, Ukraine markets as a whole, perhaps, um, or certainly certain camps of the market, was which supply chains were dependent on Ukraine. And only as that conflict became uh, drawn out and escalated, you know, we, we 
scramble to learn about Ukraine. So, um, and we made similar assumptions with Ukraine that this would be a quick and short-lived thing. The scale of this attack does seem to be, or conflict does seem to be uh, catching the world of God. So I wouldn't be too complacent and I would just spend the next two or three days figuring out, right, what are the dependencies on Israel? For example, here and there, anecdotally, there are, you know, tech startups, certain technologies that are supported or incubated in Israel. Does this conflict have an impact or not? So I think before being too complacent, it is worth checking with holding companies, etc. How does this actually um, affect you? You might find specific agricultural products being exported from there. Um, so I think it's always worth doing homework when something like this happens. Meryl, thank you. Meryl Peck is Portfolio Manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group on the line to us uh, from Cape Town this evening. The Money Show with Bruce Whitfield was brought to you by APSA CIB. Driving action-led insights that create impact when action with collaboration through the Insights Series. Apps is a registered FSP.